Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about DGen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Happy New Year, everybody. Arch here. Max, how'd your uh, New Year's Eve go? Oh, it was great. Yeah, I had a, had a good time, uh, you know, it's, uh, going out partying, clubbing, uh-huh. uh, you know. I, I, I got kids, so it's, it's you know, just leave them at home by themselves and all that, you know. No, it was fun. It was, it was a good time. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where you're looking at 2021 and it's like, you know, eh, whatever. And then it's like, uh, they take John Madden from you and he's like, oh, come on, 2021. You, you don't do this to me. Don't do this. And then just shy of her 100th birthday, they take Betty White from us. It's like, God damn it, 2021. Just get over with it. It's 2022. And I just found out that Dan Reeves is dead. So 2022 already, already <laughs> took someone. Dan Reeves, of course. Uh, Coach. Coached the Broncos yeah. and the Falcons. Got, made, made it to four Super Bowls. Uh, so... Died at 77. Just just saw the news right here. So 2022 already off to a great start. But I mean, for Panther, I know this is an NFL show. For Panther, it, it, 2021 uh, went out with a bang for him. Uh, congrats to Michigan. <clears throat> well, yeah, and then congrats to the KOD ending on a high note because that that was a a three way bet, I believe, of a college football show. So uh, I, I, look, I'm a avid avid diehard college football fan, but. This SEC dominance, it's its killing the game. Nobody, nobody wants to see Alabama versus Georgia again. Uh, so, but I will take the, uh, we, we might have to call and check on one of my friends who's a diehard Ann Arbor fan. Um, make sure he's okay, but uh, he, he should be. It's not like he should have expected any different. I'm glad we have the NFL to talk about today because I'm just over college football and basketball is kicking the shit out of me. I might. Have to call up my loan originator, Max. Yeah. <laughs> start tapping into the proceeds there a little bit. After money lighting, okay, see, I got some. I'm flush with cash there right go. now. There you go. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> college football, man. There's no way to fix it either. Okay, well, let's make a playoffs. Okay, so it's, it's it. We have a longer delay until it's uh, two SEC schools. Unbelievable. There's no fix for college football. It's 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 broken. And you guys let this happen. Oh. And they made it worse, you know, the, the nil thing, um, basically being able to sign these kids to, to endorsements and stuff like you're already going to the bigger schools. Now, the bigger schools who are flush with with, uh, you know, sponsors and alumni who are flush with cash like it's it. This is going to be so bad. Oh, yeah, it, it's it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. <laughs> now they legally can pay you. Right. <laughs> now these big schools can legally just say, oh, here's an endorsement deal. Right. I mean, the, the, yeah, it's it's bullshit. It is. All right. We got it. I know Panther has a ton of games lined up really? today. Oh, yeah. I got five. I came with seven. 
Okay. All right. Well, I'm sure there's got to be some overlap. It's not like we never just, you know, talk about games and that, that we're never both on, right? That never happens. Right. I'm, I'm kind of conditioned myself. We're betting them all. We're probably betting them all. Tampa Bay at New York. Listen, after suffering an embarrassing nine to nothing loss to the Saints a couple weeks ago, the Bucks definitely bounced back, took it out on the Panthers last week. Uh, Jets also coming off of a win. It was their fourth of the season. Uh, New York managed to beat the Jaguars. Barely. So when you ask me, how can you bet on a road team favored by almost two touchdowns? My response is, it's the Bucks versus the Jets. All right. Tom Brady has a history of taking it to this team. And, and I, you know, he has this lack of weapons right now. It really didn't fucking matter last week. He threw for 232 yards. He had a touchdown. Bucks put up 32 points. Jets offense has not been terrible lately. In fact, they, they managed to put up nine points against the same Saints defense that held Tampa Bay to a goose egg. That's a dynamic Jets offense right there. But what whatever momentum they had on their offense is, is going to slow down this week, partially because of the, the stout Bucks defense, but partially to injury. Uh, Elijah Moore and Jameson Crowder are both going to be out for this game. So without those two guys... There's already a limitation of what can be done offensively. And then you add into the mix, Zach Wilson. All right. Zach Wilson threw for 102 yards last week. He threw 170 the week before that. Are you there? I left because I didn't know what happened. I thought maybe something was on my end. Yeah, I just thought our broadcaster just went dead. Yeah, it's like just boom. He just went full-fledged dirt nap on us. Uh, I'm assuming he took Tampa Bay here. Well, I think so. He was building up to it. I didn't catch the end. Uh, yeah, he just he just went full mute. So, um, look, this is one of the seven games that I'm on. Uh, I, Tampa Bay gearing up for another deep playoff run. Still have a shot, although mildly, uh, at the number one seed. Going against a Jets team that mustered 26 points against a, a bad Jacksonville team. I'll give them more credit for the 24 points against Miami. But this is not a dynamic offense whatsoever and what makes things even worse their defense is absolutely atrocious giving up nearly 30 points per game i think tom brady you know he's down a couple wide receivers with evans and uh, godwin out but uh, antonio and, and antonio brown is listed as questionable here as well but maybe max will get his wish here and scotty miller will play <laughs> and um yeah but i still think there's just way too much talent and way too much for uh, for the Tampa Bay to gain here. So I think they absolutely go out there and bitch slap the Jets into oblivion. I'm also on this game, assuming Max was on this game. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> 50 bucks on the box. I was, I was wondering where my connection dropped off. At what point? Well, like, I, was, I, was, I was rolling at one point, and then yeah. I look, and, like, StreamYard's just not working anymore. I'm like, oh, shit, is that me? Is it the internet? I, I even left. I, I was like, what the hell? It's always me, so I just left. <laughs> Arch, I'll have fun editing that. Uh, I, I really don't know where I left off, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm betting $50 on the Bucks. Okay. I'm leaning the Bucks here. Uh, 13 points is too many. It's even up to 13 and a half at BetMGM. Look at that. Unbelievable. I, I'm leaning that way. I just, I'm not going to throw that many points on a road favorite. Just not going to do it. All right. Hey, next one up for me. Hopefully my internet stays up. I have no idea what happened there. It's like, I, I just everything died. I think it was StreamYard. Okay. All right. Uh, Philadelphia at Washington. Um, you know, I sometimes hate the NFL scheduling t- committee, right? And I sometimes love them. And right now, I kind of love what they've done with the NFC East. 
they've backloaded this all these divisional games it's kind of like a mini round robin tournament for them and uh it's not fared well for washington <laughs> they've lost three in a row two to dallas one to philly for the eagles they have gone three and one in their last four divisional games and that screw up against the Giants a month ago, that might be what cost them a playoff spot. But they still have a chance at the playoffs. And if they win this week and a few other things happen, they make it in. Uh, Jalen Hurts, of course, still dealing with a day, uh, angle, um, yeah, ankle injury. Um, he missed a game not too long ago against the Jets. And if he misses a game again because of that ankle, it's really not that bad because he had the stash come in and they got a good win kind of nice to have a solid backup qb plan right you start to look at teams like the saints right and this is like oh man Taysom hill great i'd rather have gardner Minshew out there just in case but jalen hurts does expect to play and i think the game plan has to be for them to run the ball against washington right last time these teams played eagles ran all the fuck over washington uh jalen hurts we know that he can move out there now, granted, uh, Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard appear to be out for Philadelphia this week. That means Boston Scott has a really good chance to have a big game. If, you, if you're still assembling your fantasy team, you might want to eye up Boston Scott as a value play if you have don't have him already. Uh, I think the offensive line for Philadelphia is pretty damn good. We know mm-hmm. divisional games are weird. We know that taking a road favorite with a hook, I, I think there's a hook, right? It's four and a half last time I checked. Four and a half. Yeah, I, you know, you don't like that hook. You really don't like that hook, but I'm going to take that hook anyway. Eagles should get it done this week. $50 bet on Philly. You know, talk about scheduling. Think about this. For the last five weeks, Philadelphia's not needed anything more than a bus. They went to New York, and then New York again. They stayed home for Washington, stayed home against New York again, and then traveled to Washington. Like, they this is almost like five home games for them. And they've done very, very well. Th- won their last three, averaging about 30 points per game. Washington, on the other hand, has given up 110 points in their last three games. That's not a recipe for success, which is really sad because they had, it looked like they had gotten their defense together, particularly against Seattle and Vegas. They won those two really close games. I just don't trust this Washington offense. The Eagles are playing – arguably way better than I ever expect they would play this season. Although their record still is about where I thought they would be as a 500 team, but look, they're playing well enough now that they're a dangerous team. They're fighting to get in the playoffs. I think this game might be the one that gets them over that hump. I'm going to lay the four and a half and put 50 bucks on the Eagles. All right. Two for two. You guys are agreeing and I'm leaning, I'm leaning the uh, Eagles here. Four and a half is just kind of one of those weird numbers. I don't feel comfortable jumping on it. So no kiss of death yet. I mean, it's going to be a field goal in the safety. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need, a field goal in the safety. Let's save a third time's a charm. Let's talk Atlanta versus Buffalo. Uh, Falcons managed to win seven games this season after they got that win over the Lions last week, and that is uh, probably about like five games more than I anticipated the Atlanta Falcons getting this year. Uh, means their playoff hopes are still alive. Uh, Bills, of course, they overtook the AFC East last week. Got that good win over the Patriots in Foxborough. Uh, at 9-6, and six, I'd say that this is almost like a disappointing season <laughs> so far for Buffalo, but, I mean, they could – win out they could grab that home field game in the first round if, if they can win the east um, and with their win last week you know the bills now have consecutive wins for the first time i think since what week five or something like that right uh you know in their two wins 
the Bills kind of discovered their offense again, right? And it, I think that should continue against this Falcons defense this week. Atlanta has 13 players on the COVID-19 list, but uh, even without those issues, we know their defense has not been good all year. They rank 24th in total yards allowed per game, 28th in opponents' points scored per game. Their wins this year, they've been all over the sub-500 teams. Their losses have all been double-digit losses against the better teams, so I can see the Bills winning this one, possibly by double digits, but not by this much. I think the Falcons can keep it within the two touchdowns, a $50 bet on Atlanta. Yeah, we won't be three for three here. This is just a game I'm not on. Um, Atlanta, I think Cordero Patterson has had to be the biggest surprise in the NFL this year. Uh, what a fun player to watch. I even saw a video of him uh, exiting at the end of a game. And why is the little girl crying? She didn't get a football. Well, the, he goes over to one of the ball guys and gets a football and gives it to the girl for a Christmas present. So just a, an absolutely awesome story with Cordero Patterson. But this Falcons team, offensively, you know, I remember not too long ago where this team could really, really put up some points. And now here we are 15 games into the season and they're averaging just a tick over 18 points per game. I'm not a big believer in the Buffalo Bills are back. Uh, they, they have the offensive firepower to put up the kind of games they have the last two games. But this has got to be the most disappointing team that uh, I think would look at preseason expectations of who they were going to be. Nine and six, four and three at home. I just I didn't even rank them in my top 10. I can't get behind this Buffalo team. I think they win this game. But like Max, 14 and a half seems like way too many, probably closer to a 10-point game. I'll lean Atlanta with the points, but like I said, I, I really want nothing to do with this game. Yeah, at 14 and a half, it's too many points. I, I, I don't love Atlanta by any stretch of the imagination, but I think you guys hit it on the head. Buffalo, how good are they really? Uh, not that good. I'm going to take Atlanta plus the, the two touchdowns and a hook for 25 bucks. All right. Hey, let's do one more. Then we'll take a break. Uh, let's talk about this Giants Chicago game. Uh, Giants mired in a four game losing streak have not looked competitive in that time span. Offense has been absolutely dreadful. And you get the feeling that another regime change could occur in New Jersey in the offseason uh, for the Bears. Uh, more than likely, Matt Nagy is going to be shown the door after the season. You know, after winning the NFC North in his first season, uh, he has limped to a 21 and 26 record. In reality, it's it's not that bad if you think about it, right? As, as compared to some of the other coaches, for example, Joe Judge is 10 and 21 through two seasons with the Giants. <laughs> uh, that's bound to get a guy fired, right? Uh, listen, I think both teams dealing with QB issues, not fun. Justin Fields, he's out for Chicago. Daniel Jones is out for the Giants. That means it's an Andy Dalton, Nick Foles combo for the Bears against the platoon of Mike Glennon and Jake fucking Fromm for the Giants. Advantage Bears, right? <laughs> You'd probably say. Uh, I think the Giants can keep this one close, though. Uh, two bad teams, cold weather, doesn't fucking matter. I think New York, um, as bad as they are, Chicago is equally up to the task to be just as bad a $50 bet on New York. I mean, if you're going to find a winnable game for the giants, this has to fall into that category, but you look at the giants recency. Let's look at their last five. They put up 10, six, 21 against the chargers. That, that's their highlight nine against the dolphins. And they beat the Eagles in that turnover fest 13 to seven. So this is a team that's not scoring at all. The bears aren't exactly an offensive juggernaut, but they've shown a little bit more consistency, at least being able to get over the double digits. I do like the bears here. I just don't like them enough to like six points. 
uh, and I'm sure not going to lay 280. I'm going to lean the Bears, but this is another one of those games I really have no interest even in watching. <laughs> it feels like this could be a really close game. Um, I'm I'm liking it. I'm liking the Giants here in this spot. They're getting plus six and a half. We got that hook, Max. So we're I'm jumping on it with you. Absolutely. 25 bucks on the G-Men and their dual quarterback threat now. They're going to run Amazing. both of them. Uh, at the same time. At the same time. They should. They should put them both <laughs> at the same time. Oh, uh, because they complement each other so well. Mike Glennon, when you think of athlete, right? When you th- think of the epitome of the dynamic quarterback, Mike Glennon comes to mind. Right. You put Glennon in motion and see what the fuck the Bears do. <laughs> it's more like slow motion. <laughs> Right. Let's talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford Engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. Fastest real-time data spots discrepancies between different sports weeks. Helps users like you place profitable bets. Profits can average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. No catch. Smartest betting software on the market. Get used to winning with Odds Jam. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I got one more. All right. One more. Let's talk uh, Arizona versus Dallas. Uh, Cardinals have lost three in a row, so it's just time to toss them aside. They're a shitty team now, right? Just, the Cardinals are done. Uh, let's let's turn, their, turn our backs on them. I mean, the Rams lost three in a row. They, look how shitty they are right now. Look how their season turned out. Arizona's already made the playoffs. So the thought of them losing four games in a row is definitely not a good thought for them, but this team's going to be fucking fine. At some point, DeAndre Hopkins is going to return. And perhaps that offense gets back to where it used to be. And uh, I, they've been doing okay offensively. It's just they, they've just been a tough stretch of games. You know, that's that's it sucks. That's scheduling for them. They lose their most dynamic weapon and they get, you know, a really tough schedule. Facing a Dallas, Dallas team that's playing really well the last few weeks, especially defensively. But I said it the other day. Your defense is bound to look good when you're playing the Saints, Giants, and the Washington Football Club. I think Kyler Murray and his crew are just a tad bit better than those teams. In fact, you guys probably know this. Murray, as a starter, is 7-0 and at the AT&T Stadium. Maybe 7-0 and is a sore spot, though, because uh, since starting 7-0 and this year, the Cardinals have gone 3-5 and <laughs> since then. So the question is, do they get a win this week? I'm not so sure. I don't know if they can get a win this week. Can they keep this close? I absolutely think they can keep this close. A $50 bet on the Arizona Cardinals. You know, 7-1 and one on the road. This will be their final road game for the season. But that one loss just really bothers me. They went into Detroit and got smacked by 18 points. 
that 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 game really sticks out to me. I'll, I'll accept losing to the Rams. I'll accept losing to the Colts. They're still trying to find their footing here. That without DeAndre Hopkins, Rondale Moore, and now is listed questionable. AJ Green graduated with me, uh, so you know he's he's done okay as a third option, but he's not supposed to be the go-to guy. They've been platooning running backs. This Cardinals team right now is still broken, uh, and they need to get things healthy and fixed before that playoff push you know we were kind of joking just a few weeks ago about well maybe they don't want to be at home because they're better on the road than they are at home well they're going to be on the road um so that they're on the road here going against a dallas team that has been playing much better albeit weaker competition but hey if you put up 56 points in the nfl against weaker competition it's kind of a statement thing dallas was kind of in their own little lull where they weren't playing all that well but they seem to be healthy and clicking right now um this is a game not on but i'm going to lean dallas i think dallas wins and i actually think they cover here i'll lean dallas minus the six well i mean the the cowboys got correct playing the washington football team giants washington again saints I don't know if you can read too much into them getting correct either then. Um, I'm going to lean Arizona here. My gut is telling me bet them, bet them, bet them. But uh, I'm just, I have a little hesitation for some reason. I'm just going to lean Arizona in this one. But I think this is the right side. All right. Those are my games. Panther, we hit on a couple of them, but I think you still have like five left. You left me five. (laughs) Oh, let's blast through these. The game of the day, the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to the Queen City, take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, It's only been a week, but we still cannot dismiss Joey 525, right? This is the game that the Bengals really had to have, not only just the win, but the performance, the staying on the field. They didn't pull the starters. It was a statement game for a team that has playoff aspirations. They sit in the three spot right now. This is a huge game. For both teams, Kansas City wins this game, and they get that little Z next to their name for clinching um, the home field advantage. They'll clinch the number one seed. Cincinnati has played well against mediocre teams. They've struggled against playoff teams. Right? They beat Baltimore. They beat Denver. They beat Pittsburgh. Uh, they've, they've lost in overtime to San Francisco. They lost in overtime to Green Bay. They got bitch slapped by the Chargers on their home turf. I just think Kansas City is a whole nother animal for them. The four points, Vegas disagrees with me. Vegas seems to think Cincinnati's going to be in this game. I do not. I think Kansas City wins this one going away. I'm going to lay the four points on the Chiefs. Yeah, a couple things here is, is you know, I, I ran my numbers. My numbers said one thing, uh, and I said fuck my numbers because I, I every time I, I discount the Chiefs, they they prove me wrong. Um, the question I have is, in a big moment, in a big game, who do you trust more, the Kansas City Chiefs or the Cincinnati Bengals? I think the Bengals have demonstrated that in the big games, in the important ones, they don't show up. They're not there yet. Uh, Kansas City can. We know that they can. I think uh, based off my numbers alone, I should be betting the Bengals here at home, getting four points. But watching football, the eyeball test, the Chiefs should fucking kick their asses this week. I will lean the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Bengals here as well. I just Kansas City's been covering all of a sudden. They just, they've been covering the last few weeks. Uh, <laughs> it's been miraculous. But I will lean the Bengals here plus five and a half you can get five and a half right now i confirmed that wow wow jesus 
And you're still only giving up four. At some yeah, he's only giving up four. <laughs> I'm only giving up the four. That line's going to move, I believe. Probably. <laughs> well, all right, let's have a look at what damn near might be a playoff game. Let's take a look at the Miami Dolphins hitting the road, going to the Tennessee Titans. You know, the Titans, another team that's been morbidly broken, but they've managed a couple wins here, uh, beating Jacksonville. We don't give them credit for that. Um, beating San Francisco. That's a nice win at home. That's a nice win. But otherwise, they've kind of struggled without Derrick Henry. They've missed um, bits and pieces of their wide receivers. Julio Jones has not panned out to be who I think they thought they were getting. But Miami has been incredible, consistent. They're not dynamic. They're not explosive. But they are consistent. They're disciplined. And that defense is playing out of its mind. I'm not a huge fan of the Dolphins on the road here, but this is a broken Titans team that can be beaten. I probably should money line this. I'm seeing plus 150, but I'm going to make this a safer bet and take that three and a hook. Give me 50 bucks on the fish. You know, Tua tends to play well in warm weather games. And, uh, you know, Tennessee right now is not, is, not, is not like playing in New York. It's not like playing in Chicago. So I think he should be fine. He should be comfortable enough to be able to throw the ball. My apprehension is this, is I took Tua in DFS this week. And every single time I take a quarterback in <laughs> DFS, they tend to shit the bed. So I would be wary about, about the Dolphins this week. Um I, I like the Titans here. I think the Titans can get a big win. I think they, they can probably cover this one and, and, and throw some cold water on Miami's playoff uh, run here. But this Miami team is just – it's tenacious. I mean, you, you lose seven in a row. You don't give up on the season. You go, go and win fucking seven in a row, right? I mean, this is a team that's looking forward to playing New England in that last game of the season and with a possible playoff spot on the line. Uh don't take anything away from Miami. I think they're a tough team, but I think they lose this week. So I'll lean Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to lean in Tennessee with that minus three as well. But and my <laughs> my appreciation for Brian Flores just continues to grow. You're absolutely right. The team did not quit on him. They have an abysmal offensive line. They have Tua who, you know, they're making Tua look good. I'm not so sure Tua is that good, but he is looking good. And man, what what a, what a good job just to get these guys to, you know, where they're at now. But I I got to lean Tennessee. Tennessee knows they have to win to keep uh, pace with the Chiefs. So a lot of pressure on the Titans. Uh, speaking of pressure on the Titans, not only do they worry about the Chiefs, they need to worry about the next game, and that's the Indianapolis Colts hosting the Las Vegas Raiders, a Raiders team that started the season off just guns a-blazing. They could, they could score. They could move the ball. They've been without Darren Waller, and I call it a coincidence, but no Darren Waller, this team can't score. They haven't gotten over 17 points in each of their last four games. Not exactly playing juggernauts, right? They got 15 against Washington, 16 against Cleveland, 17 against Denver. Like, come on. You've got in today's NFL with the defensive rules that we talked about for the last several years, you've got to score more than 17 points. Now you're going against an Indianapolis Colts defense that doesn't give up more than 17 points. They gave up 0, 17, and 16 in their last three games. Now, the defense is going to show up for the Colts because it looks like Carson Wentz might, no decision been made, but might miss this game. He entered protocols on Monday. They conveniently changed the rules of five days. So he, as long as he tests negative, he could suit up. Uh, Carson Wentz suits up. I feel much better about this seven. 
But with Sam Ellinger, a quarterback, I feel much better about our DFS play on Jonathan Taylor. In either case, I've got the Colts winning this by seven points, 50 bucks on the horses. Yeah, you would say that, that the fact that this line hasn't shifted, that the inside knowledge is that Wentz is miraculously going to pass his, his final tests and he's going to be eligible to play. Uh, I don't see the Colts as a seven-point favorite if Ellinger is the, is the starter, right? You see that dropping to probably about four and a half or five maybe, right? It's going to drop a couple of points. Not to say that Wentz has been lighting things up though, right? I think that's mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of that is just based off perception is the starting quarterback, knows the offense, has the most reps, is more familiar with it compared to a backup you're typically going to see a two-point swing with a backup quarterback in there just because the you know they've got less time with that offense i don't hate ellinger i think he's a fine backup i think he can do what he needs to do but you're dead on balls accurate it's it's gonna be fucking jonathan taylor running rickshaw all over this goddamn raiders uh defense I, i i don't see that slowing down just because the quarterback changes i Really, I'm not a believer in Carson Wentz. He's doing pretty good, apparently, with his QBR. Um, I think the Colts probably roll in this one. I'm going to lean Indianapolis here. It was just it was a tad bit too much for me. Uh, Vegas, you know, there's a phrase, and it's I think it's a European phrase, but you, you put a cat in the corner, it starts to do weird things. <laughs> Vegas is that cat in the corner, and I, I could see them being dangerous right now. Uh, Colts should win, should cover but only a lean for me. The thing about Wentz is when he's good, he's good. He's he's nice. He's good. He's a good, you know, nice, what, I don't know, average quarterback. But when he's bad, he's really, really bad. When he's having a bad game, it just, the wheels completely fall off. Uh, maybe he has a bad game. Max has been saying all week, it's probably time to get off the Colts bandwagon. And I do agree with him. So give me the Las Vegas Raiders plus seven points for 25 bucks. You just described like almost every dude's nightmare right there. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's like asking girls, well, what do you think about, uh, you know, the guy in bed? I mean, he, he's nice. He's, he's, yeah, I'm just, he's, he's, he's okay. He's fine. He's, he's fine. He's fine. He's okay. <laughs> I'm not going to see him again, but <laughs> he was nice. Oh, Max, 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 Max. Let's rip the band aid off, buddy. Los Angeles Rams going to take on the 10 and 5. Oh, wait. Eight and seven Baltimore Ravens. You know, they'd be 10 and five. They'd stop going for two point conversions inexplicably when you don't need to. Just take that damn game to overtime, Harbaugh. But then, you know, you have three really close losses that I'll blame on coaching. And then you get your ass handed to you by Joey 525 and the Cincinnati Bengals. And now you're just looking at a team that's that's just actually lost. Going the opposite direction is the Rams, who, you know, Stafford stopped throwing pick sixes, and voila, we can score 30 points again, scoring 30 or more points in three of their last four games. Defense is playing better. This is just two teams going completely opposite directions. The Ravens, I'm going to go all the way back to the preseason because this matters. For the Ravens, to me, this matters. Without their two running backs, they never addressed it. They never fixed it. It put too much pressure on Lamar Jackson. They haven't had any real notable wide receivers since he got there. Uh, Mark Andrews, a tight end, is like his go-to guy. Baltimore's got to get Lamar some more weapons. Without any weapons, this Ravens team is in danger of completely missing the playoffs when they were the number one seed four weeks ago. I think the Rams cover here 50 bucks on the boys from L.A. 
you know, the the Rams lost uh, Daryl Henderson uh, for the season, and then uh, somehow fucking Cam Akers just shows up uh, miraculously healed from an Achilles injury, <laughs> and he's he's looking dynamic in the practices. Don't know if he's going to see much playing time. Uh, they're they're going to ease him into it, but I mean, Sonny Michelle has been doing a fucking fantastic job as their starting running back. They've established the run and fucking broken record time. They established the run. They get the play action, and and Stafford is amazing with the play action. He's got some great threats, especially uh, you know in, in the red zone now that OBJ is happy to be playing again. He's excited to be playing on this uh, offense. Uh, Cooper Cup is currently the best wide receiver in the game as it stands right now. Uh, that defense playing playing really good. Uh, I love the Rams. Now, why I why can't bet them or even lean them here is I think this is a close game. I mean, it's in Baltimore. It's on the road. Um, tough environment. I think this is going to be uh, the, the Harbaugh brother, uh, you know, saying, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to try to win this weekend because my, my other brother just shit the bed. <laughs> so I think the Ravens probably come out with a really good effort here. I don't know if they win. But I think they can keep it close. I will lean Baltimore here. Yeah, and no one's higher on the Rams than I am, if you just look at any of our power ranking episodes. Um, but this one smells like trouble to me. It really does. Rams minus five and a half on the road. That just doesn't. That's not. I'm not going to swallow that. I'm going to take the Ravens plus the five and a half, 25 bucks. I think do think the Rams win, but uh, this is, looks to be a really close game. All right, one more game for me. Let's tune in for some Sunday night football. Two days ago, this would have been a really, really good game to watch. And your guys' favorite quarterback, Kirk Cousins, isn't going to play. He enters protocols two days before the game gets to be played. And look, no Kirk Cousins, no Dalvin Cook, no chance. There's, there's, there's just no way. You're going into Green Bay, who's undefeated at home. They had that shitter of a game on Christmas Day against the Browns. Yes, they won, but not one of their better offense uh, performances. The Vikings' defense is arguably probably one of the worst in the NFL, giving up 400 yards per game, 25 yards – or excuse me, 25 points per game on defense. Uh, after giving up 30 to the Rams last week, they gave up 29 to freaking Detroit of all teams. Uh, Green Bay should be able to get right here, particularly with no Kirk Cousins. I think the Packers win this by way more than 13. I'm going to lay those uh, almost two touchdowns for 50 bucks on the Acme Packing Company. I hate to disagree. I just, I mean, because I'm going to sound like my, my typical Packers hater. It's, I think this is an overreaction. I really do. Kirk Cousins is not that good of a fucking quarterback. The, the reason that there's going to be question marks about keeping Kirk Cousins is because Justin Jefferson is so, so, so fucking good. I think Justin Jefferson just extended Kirk Cousins' career in Minnesota, much to the fucking dismay of, of the Vikings fans. Without Justin Jefferson, they can see how mediocre of a quarterback that Kirk Cousins is. I do not think that warrants this big of a drop. I, Packers win. I, I'm agreeing with you. Way too many points here. I'm going to lean Minnesota here. I too many points but yeah whenever there's an oversteer i want to be on the the other side i'm not betting this one maybe i will come sunday night but i'm definitely looking at the vikings here i'm leaning that way okay well my seven are in the bag <sighs> Arch, gonna give up to you. Uh, i got maybe one more let's see here you gonna do it uh yeah i'm gonna do it we're texans are going to san francisco uh don't really know who the the 49ers are gonna trot out as quarterback i'm hoping it's jimmy g here mm -hmm. uh texans are getting plus 
Oh, man, it's down to 12 and a half now. It was 13 a little while ago. Mm. I think the Texans can keep it within 13 points. They've been playing a little bit better. 25 bucks on the Texans. Almost bet this one, too. I, li- I like the Texans in this matchup. Uh, the quarterback situation was a little concerning for me for San Francisco. I, I don't know what happens if, if Jimmy G does not play, If what to expect there uh, from Trey Lance. Um, I, I like the Texans here. And, and man, I mean, t- talk about a, a, a possible uh, lottery ticket here. I I am tempted, oh, to, throw, oh, I'm tempted to throw $5, like $5 on the Texans money line here. I think there, there could be an upset. I really like the way the Texans are playing recently, that connection between Davis Mills and, 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 and that wide receiving crew, it's actually been fun to watch. I, I don't know if they can do it, but I mean, man, that payout would be so fucking nice. Um, maybe a lottery ticket, a scratcher on, on the Texans here, but definitely leaning them getting those points. Look, you can go. You can go to McDonald's and get yourself a happy meal for five bucks, or you can throw five bucks on the Texans to try and win twenty-five bucks. Given the last two games, seventy-one points of offense against Jacksonville and the Chargers, I don't hate to play. Uh, 49ers, The question mark here with Garoppolo. It's just. It was just funny just to hear Arch say. I, I hope Jimmy G plays, like said no one ever. Um, but when Trey Lance is your option and you don't know what you have with the kid, he's practiced all week, but it still leaves a lot of question marks here. I think Houston plus the 12 and a half is the smart play. I'm not really smart, so I'll just stay off this game. And leave. <laughs> all right. That's all I've got. So we spent the first day of 2022 talking about the NFL Max, but that is it. Oh, man, I wish we could have more NFL, but it's, it's slowly dwindling down. This is the second to last week. It's it's bittersweet, but then we got the playoffs and all that. So we still got at least a month and a half of NFL talk. Uh, hey, listen, download the DGENs app for Android or iOS. Let us know anything about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. You know, I ended 21 hitting a hockey parlay. So I, I love it. I loved it. I was watching. I was like, I'm, man, that's amazing. <laughs> let's get 22 started with an NFL parlay. I love the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to kill the Jets. And I like Philadelphia to take care of Washington. So let's put those three together. That'll be your NFL Panther parlay to get 22 started. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Give us a shout out by name. We will holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today and tomorrow. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all have a happy new year and make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.